Hello, this is Paulina B. You are listening to episode number 14 of my weekly show. Last week I talked about the hustle culture. I listed 10 reasons why it's not practical to be in a hustle mode. And if you pride yourself on being a hustler, that episode is very helpful. But I find that people who don't necessarily associate themselves with the hustle culture still have the idea of misery engraved in them. The popular belief is that you have to be miserable all the time in order to get to your goal. In this episode, I want to share some examples that would illustrate why being miserable is actually counterproductive when it comes to achieving your personal and professional goals. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B, is a certified scrum master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. Have you noticed that people who delay their happiness till one day when end up never experiencing it? You've probably met those people. You ask them, what do you really want? And their response is, I don't know anymore as if their zest for life is gone. After I started paying attention to my own behavior and the behavior of others, I realized that the necessity of misery in achieving personal goals is one of the biggest productivity lies out there. If you do something from the place of self-hate and misery, your psyche will always find a way to compensate. It is called the pain-pleasure principle. It was developed by Freud. It says we are wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. It's human nature. Now let me share some examples we all can relate to that will illustrate why misery is counterproductive to achieving your personal goals. We've all experienced it in the past. It's the 1st of January. We sign up for the hardest fitness class in our local gym. We kill ourselves during the workout. We hate every single second of it but we force ourselves to go there every single day for the first week. Sounds familiar? I actually worked in the fitness industry straight out of university, and I can assure you, the first two weeks of January are the busiest weeks in any gym. But what happens after this intense, super difficult workouts? Have you ever noticed? Almost always, we find a way to compensate for the misery we just experienced. Food is the quickest way to get the happy hormones flowing. After an army-like no pain, no gain class, we almost always end up eating too much sugar or fat. It is not because we burn too much calories. It's because we've experienced so much misery over that hour and our emotional thermostat needs to find an equal amount of pleasure to offset the misery. And it needs to do it quickly. Food, cigarettes, recreational drugs, online shopping, and social media scrolling are the very popular choices these days. Why? Because they're the easiest and quickest way to get our dopamine levels increased. Let's look at another example. 
working at the job you hate. What do you do when your misery for the day is finally over and you come home? Again, most likely we have a great combination of cigarettes, sugar, fat, internet shopping, social media, or TV consumption. Any combination of these activities is what we often default to. When I realized that chronic episodes of misery result in harmful behavior or even addictions, I became extremely cautious about engaging in activities that cause me misery. I now know that my brain will want to compensate for this misery every single time. Once I realized that exercising from the place of misery and hate brings more harm than good, I decided to observe people who exercise on a regular basis. I recommend you do the same. Find people you know who've been consistently doing the thing you want to do. Just ask them why they do it. I've talked about this exercise before. I call it nothing is hidden philosophy. This idea comes from Zen Buddhism. They believe that nothing in this world is hidden. All you need to do is just sit and observe, ask questions and listen, without any personal agenda, without wanting to hear a certain answer. Just be an observer and you will find a lot of wisdom that way. So when I talk to the people I know who have been working out on a consistent basis for at least one year, I found that it's always about some sort of pleasure or emotional benefit they get from the exercise. Yes, they like seeing how toned their body gets as a result of their exercise, but it is not the main reason for their consistent effort. One friend of mine works out four or five times a week because for her it is a clear break between her work and home life. Without her gym session, she would be thinking about her work all night long. Exercise gives her calm and the ability to forget about work. When she comes home, she can be present with her family. Otherwise, she would be distracted. She would be thinking about work emails and how to respond to them all night long. Another friend of mine has been consistent in her workout routine for the past seven years because she found out that she loves team sports. She spends all day working on the computer alone and her extroverted personality doesn't get enough socializing. Team sports allow her to meet new people, build new friendships much quicker and spend and quality time with her friends. I know some parents with small children who use their running time as the only opportunity to be alone with their thoughts. It's their me time. I hope you can see the pattern here. The best way to be consistent in an activity is to do it from the positive emotional place. Again, remember the pain-pleasure principle developed by Freud. He believed that people make choices to avoid or decrease pain or make choices that create or increase pleasure. The pain-pleasure principle is the core of all the decisions we make, and I found it being true. You can trick yourself into engaging in a painful activity once or twice, but you can't do it on a long-term basis. This is why the advice no pain, no gain doesn't work. If something is very painful, you will eventually stop engaging in this activity. It is human nature. As we know, the number one prerequisite for success in any area of our life is consistency. Pain and consistency don't go together. We need to find another way. That's why there is a daily mindset work under the monthly method where you look for the thoughts that make you act on your tasks from the positive emotional state. I call it thinking on purpose. Oftentimes we think by default, but we need to learn to think on purpose. 
we need to complete our tasks not from the place of I have to, but from the place of I want to. If you practice this for some time, you realize that you feel a lot less tired by the end of the day. Every single I have to steals from your energy reserve and you feel depleted much quicker. This is also why there is a big emphasis on celebration and making yourself proud every single day. The more positive emotions you experience, the more energy you have to do the right things. It is extremely hard to do something if you think you are broken or not good enough. And the entire monthly method is based on the idea of intentional living, committing to a small number of tasks that are truly important to you, not someone else, and move your life forward in all areas. If you want to try this method for yourself completely for free, check out the link in the show notes. There is a free PDF guide that will help you plan your next week according to monthly method principles. I believe personal growth should come from the place of self-care, curiosity, desire, interest, and adventure. Only in this case, it will be sustainable and will not cause harm. And I hope I have convinced you, even a little bit, that it's just not practical to be miserable in achieving your personal goals. It will bring you more harm than good. Have a great week, everyone. Please subscribe if you want to get a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to ask a question, leave a comment, or share something interesting, please use the link provided in the show notes. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions in the upcoming episodes.